0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ventures Podcast. As you may know, if you've been listening to this show or watching it, uh, this year we're doing a product and code series where I'm training people how to think about product skills, how to think about Ruby on Rails code. And so this is the next installment in that series. I'll post some links so that if you're you're just getting caught up, you can uh, watch some of the original ones or listen to some of the original ones. Uh, but for now, we're going to, you know, at each episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about some product things, a little bit about some code things. And first, uh, when we talk about, when we talk about products, um, you, you might think that you have a good understanding of what your product is. You know, if we're talking, especially we're talking about digital products, but really any product in general. Um, but you don't really know until you've put it in the hands of people who may be spending their time or and or money with your product. And so there's a whole art form and obviously countless books, countless articles, countless podcasts that talk about how to do market research effectively. But one of the best things I've learned over the years is that you really want people to give you raw feedback about your idea as early as possible. And you want those to be people who don't know you who don't necessarily care about you or care about your feelings. If you're going to, they're going to call your proverbial baby ugly. So a good tip is just to have friends, put your idea in front of friends of friends of friends, especially if they're anywhere close to your, your target customer profile and then get the raw feedback from them. And, and early, you could do this really early. I mean, literally right out your idea in a document or make a little video or do little sketches or whatever method works for you and then collect that early feedback and then that will allow you to iterate from there, definitely well before you write any code you wanna do that kind of work. But what you're looking at here, for those who are listening, you can you can watch, but click the link in the show notes here because I'm doing a screencast, but for everybody else who's watching the screencast here, you know, last week we we did a quick hello world and um, that that produced a uh, a quick little uh, little hello world here that I'm showing in my screen. But what I want to do is I want to continue and talk about this this specific file in a Rails app called the application uh, layout. The 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 application layout is uh, a- application.html.erb. This is the top level HTML and embedded Ruby, which I'll talk about. It's the top level embedded HTML that gets sent to browsers when they request something from your Rails app. And the way this works is that you you, you document your your HTML and all HTML typically starts with an opening tag like this and and a closing tag. And in this head section here is where you typically will send headers that are not rendered in the actual browser on the screen for the for the for the user to see, but it's telling your browser about some metadata about your app, like the title tag here. And I can you know my title. I can you can change this to whatever title you want. And this is the title that shows up, but for example, in Google searches, that all the the, the header there. Um, and this this uh, viewport tag is all about making sure that when you look at it on a mobile devices that it's scaled appropriately and it fits the device width. Um, so we have now the, the CSRF meta tags and the CSP meta tags. So CSRF, and I, I have these links, I'll put them in the show notes. It's the, the content security policy guide and uh, CSRF uh, stands for a cross-site risk request forgery. I won't go into full details of what those are but this is, uh, what I will say is that by injecting these tags into your content, Rails is is helping you follow best security practices so that you don't get cross-site, you know, s- different types of scripting attacks and, you know, all this fancy security things that you can read more about in these links. But the, the, the very raw vanilla Rails app, right, when you originally opened this application file has these in here in order to um have have you followed best practices so next if we go down the the different you know the basically if you're importing javascript and you're importing style sheets um it's a way of linking in your your the 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 cascading style sheets and the javascript from from external files so again if i just if you go here and you right click and you view source you view this sort of thing which this is the raw HTML that's sent to your browser. And you can see it sets up the, the HTML, it sends the title tag, it sends those meta tags and these these security parameters. And this link rel equals stylesheet, this is linking to our exter- external stylesheet tag uh, that, you know, if I click on this, it'll see that it'll compile all your CSS that you have in here. Uh, and we'll get to that later in this series, but that's essentially what's going on here. Uh I'll talk about import map, you know, and these and these these imported JavaScript files later. Um you'll you'll notice you'll see things like hotwire and turbo and stimulus and uh and, and and different things that we'll talk about as we go. But this is essentially injecting uh you know getting getting us ready for those those topics later on in the series. Um and you'll see then there's this these links that that uh load in JavaScript. Uh, which is a a key part of creating that inner interactivity. So if we come back to the application file, if that's the end of our head tag, that's the metadata that we're sending in. And there's other things like descriptions and other stuff that we'll put in the head tag as we go here, this key thing right on lines 13 to 15, where it's the body, the body tag closes the body tag and this embedded embedded Ruby here that just says yield. That's what pulls in from our routes that we did before. Remember last week we, we pulled in this, we created this welcome controller with the index method. And then we created this index.html.erb to create that h1 tag for hello world. That's what gets rendered in this yield. So obviously you can imagine, you can build as robust of a web page as you want in this file. And it will be loaded in right here from the body so that way you essentially have your sort of nesting. It's almost like a Russian those Russian dolls right It's like you have the application file on the outside and then you get your your nesting dolls in the in the in the, in the middle here. So that's what I wanted to cover today. a little bit of product, get the friends of friends to make sure that you understand that what you're building uh, you get that raw feedback from people who don't <laughs> who aren't going to necessarily care about calling your baby ugly. And um, also, just a you know quick introduction to what this application that HTML.ERb file is. Again, if you follow the, the content in our curriculum doc, you're going to do other tutorials that I'm not going to reinvent those wheels. There's great Rails tutorials and Ruby tutorials and other tutorials out there. But you know based on user feedback, I wanted to uh, at least talk through line by line kind of what these things are and how, how it sets up as you're writing code for web apps. All right. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. All right. A couple quick things before you go. Number one, I have a general newsletter where I write about technology and startups and health science and teaching people to code. And I write about a variety of different subjects that we talk about on this show. So if you go to wclittle.com, there you'll be able to subscribe. And you'll also be able to subscribe to particular topics. If you're just interested in one or a few of them, you'll be notified right when I publish new content in those areas. Number two, my partners and I at ProtoVentures have a portfolio company called Startup Rocket. If you go to startuprocket.com, There, you'll be able to receive coaching guides and customize an operations framework for you and your team and your advisors to be on the same page in terms of what is the appropriate next step for you and your entrepreneurial journey. And finally, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review anywhere that you have listened to this podcast or watched this podcast, it would be super helpful to help those who might be interested in consuming this content as well. Thank you.